Well, hello, scary tale friends. Welcome to the podcast that's guaranteed to lift your spirits. So sit back, relax, and get ready to trick or treat yourself. It's Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. <laughs> Happy Halloween, boils and ghouls. We're recording on this dark and not so stormy night, and we're coming at you with what I think we're going to call Tara and Ryan's Halloween treat. Sounds good to me. Tara is a little removed from this episode because we looked at a lot of the Disney kind of Halloween specials, and a lot of them were like, here's clips from movies we've already seen. So it mm-hmm. seemed kind of silly to rewatch villain scenes again. So I have curated a six- Short list that I will be putting up on the Facebook page when we when this goes out. Essentially, his own package film. Yes. So this is my own my own little package film, ranging all the way from I believe 1929, going all the way up to 2013. Wonderful. So so I have no idea. We've talked a little bit about what they are. So I've kind of agreed to. Oh yes, let's watch that one. Let's watch that one. But the idea was I was to do no research. Ryan was to do a little bit of facts about each one and we're going to just watch it stop record and then watch the next one and yes. keep going um so let me i guess let me go over the list real quick so that if you're following home you can look these up if it's not if you can't find it first we, we're going to do these all in order except for one exception and you'll understand why when we get there but the first one we're going to do is a skeleton dance uh from 1929 i found that on daily motion uh, Lonesome Ghost is next. That one is from 1937. It's actually available on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Donald Duck and the Gorilla, which is one that was in a special called Disney's Halloween Treat. Uh, that is from 1944. That's also, I found that on Daily Motion. Daily Motion is kind of the Wild West. You can find a lot of this stuff. Uh, next we have from 1995, Mickey Mouse and the Runaway Brain, <laughs> uh, which is very interesting. Um, and then that's on Daily Motion. The next one is uh, Ghoul Friend which is a short from the latest range of Mickey Mouse episodes. Uh, it's in season one. I'm not exactly sure which episode it is, but that's available on Disney+. Plus. And the year for that one? That is 2013. And then finally, we're going to jump back in time to 1952 because we're going to watch Disney's Trick or Treat, which is part of, mostly the, the big reason we watched... We're watching any of the any of these. This is one of Tara's favorites. This is the one with yes, Witch Hazel. Yes. I love Witch Hazel. So I figured it, even though it's out of order, ending on this one is one that I know. I didn't want to end on the 2013 one because I, I don't know. I I haven't seen that one. Uh, I haven't seen Donald Duck and the Gorilla. All the other ones I've seen. So I know I've seen Skeleton Dance, and I know I've seen Disney's Trick or Treat. Some of the other ones do sound familiar. So I think as that we watch. Uh, I'll be able to tell you which ones I've seen if it's more than those two. Okay, so first one we're going to do is 1929's The Skeleton Dance. Mm, and do you have any facts about it that you want to share now? Um, so, uh, sure. So w- this is one of the first Silly Symphonies, which was something Walt did to diversify away from Mickey Mouse. And I believe we talked about those a little bit with the package film. Yes. So these were just ones. Yes. So these were, like I said, this was him getting away from just doing Mickey shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is one of my favorites. I remember watching this a lot growing up. It was just, I always, this is so, like one of my favorite old timey cartoons. Cause it's just all visual, no plot, really anything like that. And it's just a whole bunch of things. And I, I do want to, I think a lot of people have read this, but I do want to real quick. And we'll talk a little bit afterwards. 
one of the cool things on the Wikipedia page is it has reviews for, for this when it came oh, out. Cool. So, like, 1929 reviews. So, it's like, title tells a story, but not the number of laughs included in this sounded cartoon short. <laughs> the number is high. Peak is reached when one skeleton plays the spine of another in xylophone fashion. <laughs> it's all stuff like and that. that it's- is Ryan rendition of conan o'brien's 1920s voice i feel like it's very similar to conan's well i i don't think of conan when i do it but i think we're we're doing a very similar imitation there was a uh character on a sports station i used to listen to in dallas that was scoops scoops o'hanahan or something and he was always they'd send him out to like real press conferences for the cowboys and they go he'd be like champ champ you gave the team the old billy baru this time (laughs) like and they'd be like what is this guy doing so that's kind of what i get it from um the skeleton's hoof and frolic. Like this, this is just so much fun. If you guys check out the the Wikipedia, but um, that's I think mostly what I got. So let's okay. check it out, and then we'll uh, talk about it in just a sec. Can I say that I think that was delightful? Yeah, I loved it. It like, was great. Here's the thing, and it's just funny to me. Like it's it's delightful. Period. But can you imagine in 1929 seeing that in theater and everyone like uproarious laughter by like a a group of adults yeah and it's short so it's a quick one to watch yeah. so i think it's one that you can just kind of put on for a few minutes and it, it's super fun some of the highlights for me was when it opened uh the big eyes that open and you find out it's an owl but it starts with two big like googly mm-hmm. kind of eyes and i loved that and i loved the whole bit with the wind throughout the wind blowing the animals around and the trees and things like that um the other thing i loved is when the skeleton jumps out he opens his mouth and his face gets really big and you kind of go like into his mouth a little yeah. bit with the animation uh the other couple things i liked too was the rhythm of him moving and that's throughout just like the the sound effects and the rhythm of him moving on his own and then when all four of them come in and they're all doing the same movements uh the xylophone on the spine i think is probably what people would remember from this if you've seen it before I, I was I, I remember and, and you were saying this too the part where it's like but um but um but um but and they're like sidestepping kind of yeah that's that's the the big thing for me or when they just wipe the floor with they get yeah real, like, they get loose. like rubbery and loose and I also love when they all fall apart and then they make kind of a horrifying one skeleton oh, with four heads that was a very H H R Geiger if you know who that is but he or like a, like a metal album looking yeah. like thing. Um, I, I just, you know, if you guys haven't seen this, the, the basic thing is it's nighttime and the skeletons come out to dance and then mm-hmm. the rooster declares that the sun is coming and they all sneak back. That's They it. all go back into their grave. But if you haven't seen this, it's like four minutes. Check it it's out. It's very cute. It's, yeah, it's, it's I think it's, it's pretty, it's, it's, you know, we talk about can anybody watch this? Anybody's kid can watch this. I mean, there might be some stuff where they might be like, oh, like, I, I don't even think, like, there was stuff where I think I was, like, right now, like, oh, that's a little horrifying. But I never thought this was scary as a kid. And I've seen the whole thing. I loved it. Yeah. So, yeah. Check that out, guys. Uh, the next one we're going to check out is called The Lonesome Ghost. And this one, this is one of my absolute favorites. Do really? You, do you remember this one? Not off the top of my head, okay. no. Okay. The basic plot is... Donald, Goofy, and Mickey have a ghost extermination business. Oh, I do know this one. Yes. I know this one. And the, okay. and the four ghosts who haunt a house get bored and call them to come over so they can screw yes, around Yes, I know them. this one. I love this one. And it's also, you'll notice a few things from this. Uh, this is one of the, this is the first time Goofy uh, used one of his catchphrases. Something wrong here. So uh, it, it it's also, there's, I'm going to tell you this, and I don't know if you know this, but 
once you watch it, there's going to be no doubt in your mind. When you're watching it, Tara and everyone out there, remember, there's a rumor that this was the the, uh, inspiration for Ghostbusters. And you might see why after watching it. I love this one. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I don't have a whole lot of facts about it. Uh, the the ghosts show up in a, in a couple in the Super Nintendo game Mickey Mania. And this one is 1937. 1937. They do a uh, Goofy and one of the ghosts do a variation of the Marx Brothers mirror scene from Duck Soup. So watch out for that. Uh, yeah, just check it out. I also think these ghosts like they have a very similar color palette, like. The Haunted Mansion ghost is that kind of like eerie blue. Mm-hmm. These, This feels like this is where that came from. So, all right, let's check it out. That one, that, I love it. I love it more than I did the day. I just love it. It's so good. It's, it's peak really goofy to me. It's really good. Uh, you wanted to mention that this one came out three days. Three days, days after... Uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, and it actually came out, it said, on Christmas Eve, which seems like a weird time for this one to be. Well, honestly, it's set with the snow, so I don't know if maybe, even though it's ghosts, I don't think it's a Halloween setting. Yeah. So I think that's it. And I told you during this, this is the kind of ghost I'd like to be. If I had to come back as a ghost, it'd be this ghost that just apparently spends all of their last mortal money on noisemakers and leave them in the, in the mansion <laughs> yeah but it, it opens with the spooky house and we meet the four ghosts and uh again lots of good rhythm with the shutters opening and closing on the house and that kind of a thing and they see the ad for ajax uh ghost exterminators they're bored because no one gets scared around here anymore yeah so they call the ghost exterminators, and uh, all three of them, Goofy, Donald, and Mickey, are sleeping, but you see all these posters up. And this was very reminiscent of Ghostbusters, where they're waiting for a call. Yes. And then they get a call, and they're like, a customer, a customer, and they're so excited that they have a customer. And then the next shot is them with all of these weapons to try to catch these ghosts, including nets, which I found interesting. Well, they have a mouse trap too. When they come yeah. into the house, they drop stuff, and a mouse trap gets Goofy on the nose. Gets I'm like, him on well, the what nose. What was that gonna do? Mm-hmm. So Tara started taking account. So they separate. To yeah. Go to the ghost. And I always I wrote down that they separate, and I was like, that's the first big don't. Like right. you never separate in a haunted house. But uh, I did write down, because each ghost kind of torments uh, each one of them a little bit differently. So with Mickey, the ghosts tap dance, which I really loved. (laughs) And then uh, they bring in the water, and they're all surfing, and the ocean's there. I love that. I love the bit where they keep escaping into other rooms, and then when Mickey opens the door, there's nothing on the other side. Yeah. And then the door falls, and then it opens, and they all come, like, parading up from the floor. Mm -hmm. I love him in the Napoleon hat, or the Admiral's hat with the speedboat. Yes, Uh uh-huh. It's really really clever it's and so I, creative i don't know like because like you couldn't do movies like this back then mm-hmm. like so th- this this an animation was so new this had to just all be like i just love it it's so good i think it's very creative too yeah and then with donald uh they drop the dishes so that gets his attention he carries first. a huge plate of dishes just to drop, just them, to behind. drop them behind <laughs> donald and then he throws chains down uh as another way to scare him and then he slaps his seat Yes, or his some, bottom. His bottom slap. There's apparently <laughs> uh, a some more. Times. It happens some more, a couple there's times. There's some more seat uh, issue, uh, seat scenes in the next one as oh, well. Oh, interesting. Uh, and then with Goofy, he so he starts with banging a pan. He bangs like this big pot or this big pan. And then the trombone. He plays the trombone. The ghost plays yes. the trombone at him. And then the cowbell. So Goofy gets all these instruments. And then there's this whole sequence with Goofy looking in the mirror and he thinks it's him. 
uh, at first. And then he says, I ain't scared of no ghosts. Yeah. So that would be the other kind of direct correlation to Ghostbusters. I don't know that there's... I mean, I remember growing up, my, my mom always used to say, oh, he they based Ghostbusters on this. But I don't know that there's actual proof other than... Well, Dan Aykroyd wrote close. the script, yes. right? So... Um, I don't know if he's ever made mention of where his inspiration originally came from. He may have along the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then uh, what winds up happening is molasses and flour gets knocked onto. They well first they they he they're goofy is stuck in the wardrobe trying to fight the ghost, but really just fighting himself. Mm -hmm. And then they push him down a stairs. Like a tool chest, and then he, and then uh, he goes. He's in the kitchen, and they fall into like molasses and uh, flour, which I always thought was kind of silly until we saw One Hundred One Dalmatians and how absolutely grotesque Glenn Close looked crawling out of that molasses. Well, and honestly, flour and water together makes like a paste, almost like a little yes. bit of a glue. So I think molasses I, would just be stickier. So the uh, ghosts run in to scare them once more and go, "Oh no, ghosts!" Yeah, they look and like- then they're scared of the three of them because they look like ghosts. And I love when the ghosts run away. We see their footprints in the snow, but we don't see them anymore. And then Donald says something that we didn't understand because we had a hard time understanding Donald this time. But I, when I did get him, I love when he goes, what kind of a place is this? Like, he always just seems so, like, put out. And it's like, dude, you knew you were coming to a haunted house. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I love it. It's I love a great it. one. It's, it's definitely one of my favorites. Um, okay, so the next one, I don't have a whole lot of information on this one. This next one is not specifically, I, I don't know. So it's, it's, it's billed as a horror adventure short in a monster film. Oh, interesting. And it's called uh, Donald Duck and the Gorilla. And it's basically... There's a there's a, a, gor- a killer gorilla on the loose, and the uh, uh, boys like he's kind of uh, spooking Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and then it turns out I think the gorilla shows up. I, this is one I can't remember seeing. I don't know that I've seen this. It one. was done in 1944, so here we're in World War II at this point, and I know there's been a lot of propaganda about like the enemy is seen as this kind of big hulking gorilla thing. I don't know if that had anything to do with this, um, but yeah, it's. Uh, this will be a first for both of us, I guess. Uh, what'd you think of that one? I actually liked it. It was different. It's a little kookier, but I liked it. It, I, I would, I, I don't know that it necessarily would be on my next Halloween list. I don't know that it'd be one, yeah, that I would watch every Halloween, but I think it's worth checking it out. Uh, it kind of starts on a rainy, thundery, stormy night, and they're listening to the radio. It's Donald and his nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Now, according to my research, the radio announcer in this scene, there's no record of who it was. Mm. So, And, uh, yeah, so we don't know that voice, but the, he says there's an animal on the loose. And Donald is making fun of the boys because they're so scared when they hear that. And uh, Donald turns the lights off, and when he turns the light back on, he's disappeared. He's not in his chair. And he's got these fuzzy hands, which we find out are part of a larger gorilla costume that they have just lying around the house. I didn't even think of that. I thought I those were so separate in my mind. I was like, why does he just have hairy gloves? Yeah, he had the hands, and then Huey, Dewey, and Louie has the rest of the yes. outfit. And so, they, so they do, like, one of my favorite bits in comedy is the three children inside a, like, 
larger costume, which they don't really play yes. to effect here, but that's what they do. Yeah, and they sit in the chair. And so Donald sits down and reads a book and has a lollipop, which seems like a weird combination to sit and like eat a lollipop. Hey, man, don't knock it till you try it. I it's guess, I guess to- so. <laughs> Listeners, if you've had a lollipop while you've read a book, let us know. If you haven't, give it a shot. Yeah, give it a try. Uh, but anyway, he looks up sees the gorilla, thinks it's the real gorilla, gets scared, and then the boys start laughing. So, of course, you can see where this bit is going. The real gorilla appears in the window and, like, makes his way into the house and Yeah, he comes in, uh, scares the boys. Donald still thinks it's the boys, and uh, he realizes it's not them when he opens the gorilla's mouth and, like, shouts down and it keeps echoing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then the radio, like, keeps chiming in with tips, and one of them... uh, What's in order to subdue one? an animal, oh, you yeah, must... Oh, yeah, look him straight in the eye. Which, do not do that. You're not supposed... Like, if you go to a zoo, don't look gorillas in the eye. Yeah. If you get eye contact, that's a that's a sign of aggression. Yeah, and so he looks him in the eye, and a tombstone appears in his eyeball that says, Here lies a dead duck. <laughs> and then uh, the boys are behind him. There's a couple of physical sequences, and they're all, like, tiptoeing through the house, and the hot wax... Falls on his falls seat. on his seat on his bottom and then like becomes like a hand. The wax yeah, like makes the shape of the it, hand because the it's his his tuft his, his tail little feathers. tail. Yeah. Well, that's what happened. You know, you go to the Ren Fair and they do that. Yeah, and they do the yeah. Wax thing in your hand. Uh, and then he does a hot doorknob, which reminds us of Home Alone. The candle is heating up the doorknob and Donald doesn't realize it, and then he touches it and it's hot. Uh, and so then there's this whole bit where the gorilla chases Donald and at first he's got the ladder and he's running with the ladder opening and closing and then all of the, the rungs on the ladder fall off and it's just stilts and these stilts go into boots and my thought was, whose boots are those? None of the ducks wear shoes. So it's like, why are there boots in their house? I, so that was my thought. And then, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a bunch of like madcap sequences yeah. that being chased around. And, and the last one is when his seat pokes the gorilla in the eye. Donald's stuck in a way that the, do- the, the gorilla starts feathers. trying to bite his butt. And yeah. then the tail feathers make like two fingers and poke him in the eye. Poke him in the eye. And then the radio announcer comes on and then says that tear gas will stop him. To which Ryan said, why do they just have tear gas sitting there? Yeah, and it's boys- one of the boys who lights the... The tear gas, and at first the gorilla is crying. And is that what happens with tear gas? You don't get sad. You just I, no, no. It's I think it's like mace. It just yeah really screws it's, up your face. yeah and yeah. your vision. But the gorilla starts crying, and Donald starts laughing at the gorilla. But then Donald gets kind of uh, attacked by the tear gas, and then they both start crying. And that reminded me of Mary Poppins when Bert and Uncle Albert are both crying together. Uh, and then that's it. That's the end. That's how it ends. So, yeah, it's kind of a wacky one, but I thought it was fun to check it out. And it's fun to to see something we haven't seen before. So, up next, we have 1995's Runaway Brain, uh, animated by um, Andreas Deja, who's someone we've seen in a lot of the uh, Disney uh, making-ofs we've seen. He was the one who who did Jafar. Oh, yes. And so he said the thing to, uh, oh my gosh, I can't remember that. Is it Milk Call? No. Might be. He's he's at the one to the one who did uh Maleficent and said, like, thank you for inspiring me. Oh, I have that yeah, the drawing yeah. of Maleficent. So remind me, we'll have to post it because I, I have that saved. But um, I don't think that that is the guy's name. Uh, oh, who did Maleficent? Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm wrong. But 
Uh, so Andreas, he did this one. This came out as a short that appeared kind of with a few different ones. Um, if you saw the King, a kid in King Arthur's court, it came out in front of that. Sometimes it was in the international version of uh, a goofy movie. It showed up in Australia before Toy Story Two. Um, this is one that kind of got a lot of um, backlash because of its wackiness and its macabre nature. Was kind of they hadn't really done that with Mickey in a long time. Mickey especially around the 90s, was starting to become this, like... Wholesome, would you not say? Not just just plain. Like, they wanted him to be, like, an everyman, so he didn't really have, like, a, a, a distinct personality. And so he kind of appealed to everyone. So he was more of... Well, he was more of just the uh, 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 spokesman for the the parks. Mm. So he had to be nice and, and pleasant and all these things. Yeah. So this came out, and it's this really weird manic tale. Um, it's basically, you know, it, it's... We'll, we'll go ahead... I won't tell you too much, but it's basically Frankenstein. Yeah, I think I may have seen this one. The more you're describing it, and I'm looking at the poster oh, on yeah. the screen. Uh, so I may have seen this one, but listeners, I'll let you know afterwards if I have or not. One more little thing I want to, I want to put out there. There's a character in this one, the the, the mad scientist named Dr. Frankenolly. Do you get that reference now that we talk about Frank and Ollie all the time? Yeah, so oh, it's, that's, it's a reference. I like that. But I want you to also listen to his voice and see if you can recognize... Who the monster is? Who, no, not the monster. The monster is basically Pete, but the oh. Doctor Frank and Ollie oh, okay. is someone you know and have heard a lot okay. in the last year or two. I'll have to see if I can do it. And if we did not mention it was 1995, 1995. But you may have mentioned that. All right. Did you think that was a weird one? It's odd. It is a little odd. I mean, I just think it's so like I understand what they're trying to do, where they're like, let's. It felt like that would have been a better Roger Rabbit cartoon. Yeah. You know the Roger and, Rabbit cartoons that mm-hmm. were just, yeah. And I feel like, is that one of their, you said it was before the Goofy movie? It, can, it I think its original release was before A Kid in King Arthur's Court. Oh, that's right. You said that. Because I was going to say, it does have that feeling of the shorts that they eventually do before Pixar movies and things like that, mm-hmm. you know, where they're un, kind of unrelated to whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's what it was supposed it. to be, but it's just, it doesn't exactly feel like Mickey to me. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean, it's a little odd, but it opens another stormy night, and Mickey's playing a video game, and I love that he's playing as Dopey. And Versus it's, the evil hag. Yeah, the evil <laughs> hag from Snow White. Um, when she's the witch and it's like street fighter. Yeah. And Minnie comes in and basically you find out he's forgotten their anniversary of their first date. And so he sees on the newspaper that it says like 18 holes of miniature golf. And so he goes to show Minnie and she sees the ad for Hawaii and gets so excited. Uh, and then Mickey's like, well, now I have to give her Hawaii. How am I going to pay for it? And he sees an ad in the paper for the same amount of money. $999.99. Uh, which is what it costs to go to Hawaii. And so he heads over there and it's to Lobotomy. or 1313 Lobotomy Lane. Lobotomy, otherwise known as Lobotomy. And that reminds me of, I got a brain. Abby. Abby something. Abby something. Abby normal. <laughs> From Young Frankenstein. So it's kind of another little play on words there a little bit. Uh, so I did appreciate that. 
And then you find out that this is where you see Frank and Ollie, Dr. Frank and Ollie. Who's like a chimp with a light bulb on his head. Yeah, and I remember his character, and uh, it was Frasier. I did not recognize Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer's voice, but uh, as soon as Ryan said it, then I, of course, put it together. if you love my voice and also Kelsey Grammer's voice, maybe check out Craniacs, a Frasier podcast, available now on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you find your podcasts. Just a little plug. <laughs> uh, but then we see that Pete the Monster, and he's very, very big and how he Julius wants. his name they call him oh, Julius so I'm not me. sure yes. why but it's Pete but it's it Pete is the Pete cat. the character yeah so uh when he lights up Mickey's brain I like that his brain is in his ears as well as his head isn't that a weird implication yeah, it's a weird a, a weird thing like, but... I feel like that would hurt every time he twitched his ears or yeah anything. so then um it takes place. He switches their brains. And so now... He's in uh, this big giant... Like, Pete Mickey is, is in like, Pete. two stories yeah. tall. Uh, and vice versa. And uh, he goes to the doctor, and you realize he's been, like, incinerated. He, like, crumbles to ashes in the process of switching the brains. So this one's really, like, weirdly dark. Like, I feel like they it was probably rated G, but, like, I feel like now this would be rated PG. Potentially, yeah. Uh, because then... Mickey starts talking about his girlfriend Minnie, and he's he's flipping through his wallet and pictures, and he's like, "Oh, that's me when I was." That's an old, old picture, picture and of me, it's and him it's Steamboat yeah. Willie. So I liked that joke. Uh, and then the monster sees Minnie, and he's obsessed with Minnie. And then you see Minnie's going into the Wet Rat, which is a bathing suit store, well, to go shopping. Here's something I want to talk about because Minnie looks to get a bikini. Yeah. So she would have a bikini top and a bikini bottom. Minnie's not wearing a top throughout any of this <laughs> like what is she covering that she's that's a good point normally not covering like she's just wearing a skirt yeah that's a good point so she's going bathing suit shopping and that's when the monster comes upon her but she thinks it's mickey and so now there's this whole bit of her trying to figure out who's who and when she sees the monster but it's mickey's voice she starts like throwing things at the monster and is scared of the monster and then realizes it's mickey and so she realizes he doesn't really explain what happens, but she realizes yeah. something weird's going on. And so there's this whole... I'm sure Minnie's been through enough misadventures with Mickey after, you know, 60 years at this point. Mm, that's true. She he's kinda... actually... they. He's... I just... I forgot where I read this. I think it's in our, our next group, but Mickey is about to turn like 92 or something. Oh, cool. This, this next month. That's neat. Uh, so, yeah. So it's this whole back and forth. And then, you know... Mickey puts Minnie up on a high building to keep her safe and fights the monster and they get electrocuted on power lines and their brains get switched back. Yes. So that's essentially what happens. But then they realize the problem with that is now the monster is back in the big giant body. Yes. And so Mickey and Minnie are in the billboard for Hawaii at that point, like after hey, he gets electrocuted. Hey Tara, you got to have Mula if you want a hula. I forgot that's that right. part. That's right. I wrote that down and forgot. You got to have Mula if you want a hula. And then I the, need Mula to hula. Ooh, it's a good Mickey. And then the hula girl on the billboard um, is essentially yo-yoing the monster. The monster mm -hmm. gets tied up, and so she's yo-yoing him, moving her arm. And then it cuts to a scene of Mickey and Minnie in a inner tube, and he's got a fishing pole holding his wallet out with a picture of Minnie and the monster Pete is uh, swimming to is Hawaii. Pulling them, yeah, to Hawaii, so they can go to Hawaii. So yeah, it, it's. An interesting story. I think this is one that, like, I, I, it's worth checking out. It's a lot of fun. I think it's excellently animated. Mm -hmm. Like, it's such a different look than I'm used to. You know, we just watched a bunch of old Disney animations. This one is, like, 
you know, right peak still, I think, near the end of the, like, rena- the, the, the reemergence of Disney. You know, this is, I think, a little bit after Lion King. Actually, I forgot to point this out to you. Zazu shows up twice in, in that. There, when? when? He, you have to really look for him. But when Mickey falls down the hole of the Frank and Ollie's lab, he's there. And then when the monster screams at him, Zazu, there's a bunch of stuff that comes flying oh, out Oh, yeah, mouth. I didn't notice there's that. There's a bird you'll see, but apparently that's Zazu. Uh, I liked the way that Mickey's body was animated as the monster. Oh, I thought yeah. that was really cool. He was very creepy, and I feel like you could do a plush or a pin or something of that around Halloween, and maybe that has been done, well, they, but they, I like that idea. He, his fur gets, like, raggedy and... Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Mickey as the monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey's body, cool. yeah, as the monster. The the actual Pete monster, they drew him, like, really bottom-heavy so that it always felt like you were, like, looking up at him. Mm-hmm. His, his, his head seemed very small because it was far away. Yeah. The, but just like when, when Monster Mickey is crawling up that building and going over the side, like, not just the way the characters are animated, but, like, the camera is doing stuff that, you know, it, there's no camera. It's They're just having to draw that. But it, it feels so, like it. It's yeah. very cinematic mm-hmm. for, for a short. It's it's definitely worth checking out. Um, You know, I think it would be okay for kids. There's probably a little, the, the monster's a little scary, but, you know, yeah. like I said, it's probably a PG thing. Uh, other than that, and and uh, worth watching, I think, for a little Halloween short. Um, all right, our next one is another one I'm not very familiar with. So mm-hmm. this is the new Mickey cartoon. Okay, started- yeah, this one I would not have seen. And I did, I believe I did see the last one a while ago because yes. it seemed familiar. But yeah, this one I do not know. So this is 2013. This is an episode of the Mickey, Mickey Mouse uh, shorts called Ghoul Friend. Um, I have seen some of this. So if, if you've heard about the new Runaway uh, Train or run, Runaway Minecart, the, there's a Mickey Mouse ride that has just opened. Uh, it's based on this version of the Mickey Mouse shorts, which have gone on since like 2013. Uh, they stopped doing them in 2018. Um, and they're th- I think they're they're looking at releasing some new ones next month. It says right here, yes, and Nick on on November 18th to coincide with Mickey's 92nd birthday. Oh, okay. Um, I, I don't know a lot about this. I've seen some of the one of these cartoons. I it's kind of weird and hard to get over. I've I've heard once you kind of get over the fact that, that it's very manic and crazy as well, you'll enjoy it. Uh, Goofy is drawn very strangely typically in this in these, but that will seem nothing compared to what we are about to see. Also, apparently in this one, they've given Goofy back a tail, which is odd. Hmm. But uh, uh, I will with without any further ado, let's check out Ghoul Friend. All right. Hey, ghoul friends. <laughs> uh, what'd you think of that? It was very short, but Goofy is very creepy. Yeah, well, he's I, very like horror esque kind yeah, of the well, way they've drawn him, and in general, he has a Ren and Stimpy feel to his style of animation compared yes. to the other characters. It definitely has a very like manic Ren and Stimpy crazy vibe. Yeah. Um. I, I, you know, I, it makes me kind of want to watch some more of these, mostly because I like the ending so much. And mm. we'll get to that in a sec. Why don't you just let us know? Yeah, it's so pretty easy. Basically, Mickey's car breaks down in front of a cemetery, a spooky cemetery. And I love when he gets the toolbox out of his trunk, and it is this giant toolbox that has the tiniest wrench <laughs> in it for him to try to fix the car. And you hear a werewolf howl, and he sees a shadow, and he gets scared, and he realizes it's a squirrel, and kind of laughs it off. 
And then the squirrel has this scream that, again, is kind of Ren and Stimpy-ish. Uh, and you realize the squirrel is screaming at this very ghoulish Goofy. And it's it's definitely zombie Goofy. Yeah, zombie Goofy, and he's kind of dripping, and like he's it's all like, bones, and there's flies. Or it's spit. Ooze of some sort, and then there are flies buzzing around him. I like when he tips his little hat, but under the hat is like a bone sticking out. Like yeah. he has a bone on his head. It's so weird. Yeah, it's a very intricate drawing of him for sure, but yes. he's very creepy. Uh, and so essentially He's... Mickey is scared of him. Mickey keeps running and it keeps cutting back to just showing Goofy standing there and Mickey's <laughs> running and terrified and then he gets into a log and then all of a sudden he pokes his head up out of the hole in the log and then realizes Goofy is next to him. And so then they're both in the log and they're connected and they're both running together and they fall down a giant waterfall and Mickey winds up coming out of the waterfall, out of the water and he face plants and it's almost like a snow angel, but it's like a, a Mickey waffle. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah I, think a, I think it's the waffles. That yeah, look like I that. thought that was kind of fun. Uh, into the sand. And then Goofy is following him again. And then Mickey does a decoy of pine cones. So in the shadow, it looks like Mickey and he put his pants on the pine cone decoy. And Goofy goes after it and falls down this cliff, but then is holding on by like one branch. Mickey comes and gets his pants, puts them back on. And Goofy winds up falling and does the Goofy holler. Yes. And then he, like, gets himself put back together when he falls and jumps back up. Like, it's a weird animation there. Yeah, he gets back in front of Mickey, and Mickey's like, you know, don't hurt me. And he pulls he off pulls, his he arm. He snaps like he's off his arm bone and then gives it to Mickey. And Mickey realizes it's so he can fix the car. It's a wrench the right side. Yeah, so Mickey fixes the car, and then they're side by side in the car. Mickey's whistling, and they're driving off into a rainbow with a sign that says Peaches Ahead. <laughs> on the, on the road sign. Yeah, there's a road sign on the left that says Peaches <laughs> Ahead. And then it's like a rainbow and sunshine that they drive into, and that's it. I guess they really wanted to drive home that, he, that something bad wasn't going to happen. I guess, yeah, that they were friends yeah now, i guess yeah. and i like that i like that ending a lot um yeah. zombie goofy was pretty unsettling he's horrifying the, the the drawing of goofy in general i showed you what he looked like before yes. started, this is odd but mm-hmm. this was really uh, horrifying but then like he falls apart and comes back together in weird ways which oh, i was yes, like that's weird after mickey but mm-hmm. that's also what happened in the skeleton, the skeleton dance. dance. I yeah. don't know why it didn't bother me as much in the skeleton well, dance. Well, because they were skeletons that were then different <laughs> skeleton shapes. This was goofy that With then was flesh. a like, yeah, scary like, shape. Yeah, yeah. it's really odd. Um, but okay, enough, enough, uh, beating around the bush guys. It's time. All right. It's time to check out, uh, Donald Duck's trick or treat, uh, with witch hazel. Woohoo. That's, that's my favorite. It's so good. It barely edges out Lonesome Ghost, but like my mom used to sing that song all the time. I love the song. I wrote that at the top, the Trick or Treat song. It has like a jingle quality to it. It has a Bing Crosby kind it, of feel, like Headless Horseman a little bit. It should be like, an. it feels it's like, like the same way that there are like Christmas carols and like those old Bing Crosby songs. This should be the, like a Halloween anthem. Yeah, and the end of it, I love the end of it, the phrase that says, better not be stingy or nightmares will come true. That's the, I mean, that's the the, the, the The moral they're trying to get across here. Now, I will say that song's really good. Low key, the the magical feat hoedown is is a good 
follow up yes, to that where she's, really she's singing the song to get him to dance and mm-hmm. kick his, the key out of his stomach uh but we meet with a we meet hazel and her laugh so her laugh is there throughout and it's so good do you know who the voice of yes which hazel is? uh Ju- it's june forney hold on just one second it is actually the voice yes june foray she was the voice of uh lucifer in oh. uh cinderella but she's also you might know her as the voice of rocky the squirrel from rocky and bullwinkle oh okay she yeah. shows up later uh she's one of the weasels in who framed roger rabbit and also grandmother fa in mulan oh okay Very so she, cool. she's a, she yeah so she shows up a little later all and- right i love that well she might have to make her hall of fame <laughs> uh but i love that we're introduced to her and she's kind of flying on her broom which is either beelzebub or beezybub she kind of uh calls it those nicknames but i love when she looks at the cat and she goes boo and scares yeah. the cat uh, she looks like she's just hanging out on Halloween, yeah, kind of just staring at some, you know. Yeah, and then she sees this jack-o'-lantern moving um, on top of the fence, and you find out that it's Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and they've got, one of them is a ghost with a jack-o'-lantern on his head. Uh, one is dressed as a devil, and one is dressed as a witch. And so they go to Donald's, and we find out, uh, shock, surprise, Donald uh, is, a, is a grump and a jerk and likes to play pranks on Halloween. And so instead of candy, which he has a bowl of candy there, he ha- also has firecrackers. So he puts firecrackers in each of the boys' trick-or-treat bags. I was about to ask, why do you think he has a bowl of candy there? But we learned in Donald Duck and the Gorilla, that's his nighttime reading snack. Is he has lollipops and, and things. Uh, so then he <laughs> gives them those, and they explode, and it blows up their bags. And then he has a bucket of water that he pulls. and that On like a on lever, them. like it's yeah. always there. Uh, and then he laughs, and... And Witch Hazel sees all this happen, and she's very upset that he is doing all this to her. And so she meets the boys and tells the boys, basically, I'll show him. And she goes and up to Donald's door. He dumps water on her, but he pulls her nose thinking it's a costume, and it's Do, her actual whoa, whoa, nose. Whoa. At no point does he say, this, this, that's just you thinking he put a costume. The only thing we're led to believe is he just pulled this woman's nose. There's no, he never says, what a costume. He I just guess pulls that's true. Yeah, I assumed he was He's thinking it was monster. a costume. He's like yeah. the bad guy of this, of this thing. Uh, and so she then has this whole plan to help the boys. And so this is the famous scene that I always remember her around the cauldron and her face changing all different colors as she's saying this spell and putting these ingredients in. Uh, and she tastes it and says to the boys, this stuff is loaded. And she's like kind of talking with like bubbles coming out of her mouth as she's tasted it. Uh, and they all ride on the broom together, which I love. So all yes. four of them are on the broom together, and Donald kind of sees them flying by. She sprays it on the jack-o'-lantern, and then on... The jack-o'-lantern turns into the thorough raven's cross. Yeah, and... and then on a paintbrush, which then, like, paints over Donald as he has the window open, <laughs> and he goes to yell, and it, like, paints over his mouth. And then fence posts become ghosts, and they go and they ring the doorbell mm-hmm. to Donald's cause a havoc and i so, love the shot where it's them going and they're like singing and they're going back the and ghosts, forth. I, I remember yeah. that one very clearly and then we go and we see that donald's is inside of his house in his pantry and he has cookies and different snacks and then he has one that's labeled he has he has a box labeled cookies popcorn. a box labeled popcorn and candy and he has a box labeled goodies yes and i wanted to know it was in goodies and so then he sees that they're coming and he shuts the, the cupboard and locks it and he swallows the key and so he's like that'll show you and so then there's this whole bit of 
her using the magic, the potion that they made on his feet. Well, she get... calls. I'm sorry, I, I blanked for a second. Did you say the point where she calls him a pushover? No, I because he's that. going to give him the stuff, and she goes, "This pigeon's a pushover." Yes, he goes, that's pushover. right. And that's when he, <laughs> that's yeah, when, yeah, it lights his temper. Because I, I feel like that's very Donald of him. Like he doesn't yes. like to be called out for being yeah whatever yeah. And so then she says, uh, "His feet will kick out that key." And so it's she's got a bug spray sequence. like yeah thing. that that's yeah. what the potion gets on everything. And then she's playing the broom like a banjo and his head is hitting all the pots and it's a really cool sequence. I like the music. You mentioned that here. Uh, And then uh, at one point she jumps up and her hair comes up off her head very (laughs) quickly. For a second. Yeah. Uh, And then he winds up kicking the key under the cupboard door. Well, I like earlier when she tries the potion her hair kind of like starts going frizzy, but every once in a while it just becomes a perm. Yeah. Did you notice that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... Uh, so he, he kicks it under the door. Do we, would you say that? Yes. That's where I got to. And then so she starts putting a spell on his feet. There's a part where she goes, oh, I've been itching to put a spell on you at some point, which I love that line. Yeah. But, uh, he keeps backing up and ramming the door and she's like, uh, she goes, this is going to hurt me more than hurts you. Why don't you get a running start? And About a mile, mile or two. two. Like, yeah. and he just runs and in. And he keeps running and then he runs in and charges. And then I love that the, the, he, he breaks down the door and the nephews are picking up food. Not just, there's like a lot of fruit in there. Yeah. Which to me is such a Christmas thing because you know my dad always puts an orange in mm-hmm. the and thing. Stockings. But they're like, thanks, Uncle Donald. Like, they're very nice boys. They didn't, they, you know, it, it's, it, they do a good job of making you never feel like, well, they're being really mean to Uncle Donald. It's like, yeah. Because no, he sits up and goes, I won't do it. And then like the broom hits him on the head again. Mm-hmm. Like, even after he's done it, he's like, no. Like, yeah, he's, he's so very stubborn. stubborn. Uh, and then she kind of just floats away into the night. And then the uh, pumpkin like jumps around and goes, boo. I like yeah. that part. It's uh-huh. cool. It's a, then goes to a big smile and then that's it. Um, guys, I hope you enjoyed this as much as we did. It was a fun thing to, to watch. Uh, Halloween is probably one of Tara and I's favorite holidays, if not the our favorite holiday. And uh, we hope, you know, if, if, if you guys please let us know how you're going to celebrate. This is This is such a weird year. Uh, for it but um, well, we're it, seeing a lot of creative mm-hmm. uh kind of work around so we'd love to see yours if you've got some so we uh we have a the facebook thread of the costumes so look for that uh yep. and keep that going we'd love to see what you're dressed as this year even if it's not disney related we'd yeah love to we'd see love good to see costumes it. so and especially if you have you know we're trying to figure out like you said fun ways to, to hand out candy and still be safe uh, but yeah let us see any of those things uh be safe out there you know have a great halloween and and that should have been the end. I don't know why I said and, uh, but there we are. (laughs) Happy Halloween, listeners. Trick or treat. Thanks for listening, Scary Tale friends. Don't forget to send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com or tweet to us at trpdiaries. Search for Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries on Facebook to join in the fun. Or call our super easy to remember phone number, 707-YO-TRPD-1. That's 707-968-7731. Remember to give us a five-star, I mean star, review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Creep it real! <laughs>